0: All right, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Good morning, Bokerto. We are blessed to be together. Let's get started. I'll be at a few minutes late. With the blessing, as we bless the Lord, He has given us a shofar to hear, to call us together for worship. Berukah toad anai lehinemelikal amesher ki chana b'mitzutavetz kol shofar. Blessed are You, Lord our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with His commandments. And commanded us to hear the sound of the shofar. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. As we are commanded to gather together, we are called together by the sound of that horn that shofar and it is a special day to be together first and foremost because it is the Shabbat and God has given us this day he has set this day apart for us to be together to have a holy convocation and on this particular Shabbat we are celebrating a bar mitzvah and a bat mitzvah so we have a double blessing of a bar mitzvah and a bat mitzvah so Ezekiel where are you at there you are and Naomi, there you are. All right. So we are super excited that today's the day, and uh, and we've been preparing for this. We'll talk more about that later on. Uh, for now, we are going to um, go through our traditional liturgy and singing time as we prepare our hearts and and allow God to work in us. You know, allowing God to to help us dismiss the rest of the other six days of the week to focus on him, to, to be uh, coming into his presence, to be allowing his spirit to really work on us and, uh, and, and make us ready for the word that he has for us today. And he's sharing his word through us today, for us today through our young people, through, Na- through Naomi and through Zeke. So um, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to receive that today, and, and I'm glad for that. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning as we welcome him and and welcome one another. God, we are so thankful for today. We are grateful by the mercies that you've given to us through our Messiah, Yeshua, that you have allowed us to be together, that you have brought us to this place, Lord, each one of us. I pray that we would be here in humbleness of our hearts, Lord, Lord, in this gratefulness for you for what you have done for us for your sacrifice for your love for us and coming and bringing us together and offering us lord to come back to you to be reconciled to you through the blood of our messiah yeshua lord so we thank you for today we thank you for the shabbat that you've given to us may you be blessed may you be honored may you be glorified Bishim yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. The ladies now, so ladies may be seated. Men, please remain standing for a shechayil, a woman of valor from Proverbs chapter 31 verses 10 and 11. Men, we will say the English together, and then we will chant the Hebrew. Men, if you'll join with me. A woman of valor, who, who can find? find. She, she is, is worth far more than, more than precious, precious jewels. jewels. The heart her of her husband, husband safely, safely trusts trust in her. her. And, and he profits greatly right, thereby. Eshayim
1: sa, miim sa, miim sa. V'erakok mi'bnim v'erakok mi'bnim nim, v'erakok mi'bnim Ba Tak ba lev bala lay bala lay bala Vishallah, 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 Vishallah,
2: oh, yeah.
0: Vishallah. Then you can be seated in ladies. you please stand for the blessing over the men we say this blessing from Psalm 112
3: hallelujah happy is the man who fears the Lord who delights greatly in his commandments his seed shall be mighty upon the earth and the generation of the upright shall be blessed wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness shall endure forever.
0: And the children now, we're going to bless all of the children uh, as they gather under the hoopah this morning. If I could have four adults to help hold the, the hoopah as well. do ask your blessing over them that you would favor these children lord but that even if it be in your will god that they should go through suffering like uh, we've been studying about joseph in our torah portions that uh, that even if that would be the case that you would make these kids and instill upon them your spirit and faith and wisdom beyond their years to trust in you and to follow you throughout their days regardless of the circumstances that they encounter in their lives lord and that these children would come to you with their excitement and vigor in their faith, knowing Yeshua as their Messiah. B'shem Yeshua HaMashiach. HaMashiach. Amen. As the children return, let's go ahead and all stand if you're able to. We're going to say the Baruch, which is the first of our formal blessings in our morning service. Bless the Lord, the blessed one. Blessed is the Lord, the blessed one, for all eternity. Baruch Adonai Hamvorach. Baruch Adonai Hamvorach and our blessing in Messiah. Let's all say this together. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King, King of, the of the universe, universe who, who has given us the way of salvation in Messiah Yeshua. Yeshua. Amen.
1: Baruch Yes. Yeshua.
0: Amen. Well, bear with me as we uh, may have some technical difficulties behind us. Um, we are going to say the Shema together, and uh, if you don't know the Shema, and it's not on the screen, we actually do have a copy of it in many of the pews in front of you on a card in front of you. Um, so... We have not necessarily had to refer to them frequently, but they should exist there if you're not familiar with it, the words. But uh, we're going to join together now as we say these words from Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 4 through 9. This is the time when we are confessing the one true God and proclaiming the two greatest commandments as taught by Yeshua. That's to love God with all our heart, soul, and strength and to love our neighbors as ourselves. And for those of you who are guests with us today, you'll see that many of us are choosing to face east. This is as we are facing towards Jerusalem, towards the Mount of Olives. We're looking forward to the coming return of our Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus. Let's join together now. All right, how are we doing on there? Getting the screen back slowly. We're going to sing "Mikamoka," a three thousand five hundred year old hymn of praise that our ancestors sang at the Red Sea, thanking God for their deliverance, and God has given us a great deliverance too. So let us join together as we sing this hymn of praise to our God. This Kaddish is as originally developed as a prayer of praise and messianic hope, also as a mourner's prayer, those is what evolved into. And uh, we always remember the words of Job, right? Job 121, when he learned of the death of his children, he responded to that death by saying, by that news of the death by saying, The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So we learn that in every situation in life we are to praise the Lord. So, we are remembering and mourning the loss of those who have passed on before us. Um, one this morning that I'd like to remember is uh, Cora Self's uh, son, Jeremy, who was uh, passed away in infancy um, at this time uh, in 1977. So, I know Cora's with us online, so we'd like to re- remember her. Um, Ariel, can you come and take care of her, please? Thank you. Yes, others who would like to. I see you on hand in the back. No, I me out. I didn't. Your great aunt? No. Deborah, okay, thank you.
4: Philip, I'd like to remember um, uh, Mandela and
3: I, um, our grandmother on our mom's side, her yard site was this last week, and then. Um, next. Cuz I okay. so can't remember.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I remember my aunt. Okay. All right. Ariel? How by John, absolutely. As well as any uh, any others that we're remembering this morning? Okay. Well, let's go ahead and uh, if you have your toilet talli- and cover yourself in this prayer. We'll say the English again, as we, as we always do say the English, and then we will chant the Hebrew together. Magnified and sanctified, be his great name in the world, which he has created according to his will. May he establish his kingdom during your life, and during your days, and during the life of the whole house of Israel, even swiftly and soon, and say, Amen. Let his great name be blessed forever and to all eternity. Blessed, praised, and glorified. Exalted, extolled, and honored. Magnified and lauded be the name of the Holy One. Blessed is he, though he be high above all the blessings and songs, praises and consolations which are uttered in the world. And say, Amen. May he who makes peace in his high places make peace upon us and upon all of Israel and say, Amen. 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 We're going to sing O Say Shalom together now. We're going to join in the Hora, an uh, easy line dance. Invite everybody to join in, men and women, uh, children and old. We can all join in together and, uh, and praise the Lord as we begin our song, a time of praise and worship this morning. say yeah.
2: We are the the one.
5: one. You're tough.
0: have a, a continuing our worship time with a special dance. So um, this is not going to be a song that the praise team is going to lead, but we're going to uh, allow the dancers to lead us in worship now. So even if you don't know the words of the song, I pray that you will listen. I pray that you will be worshiping, not not focused on you know the choreography of the dancers, though it is certainly meaningful in what they have put together, um, but just Focusing on what the Lord is speaking into your heart as we sing the song this morning.
6: And I hear the voice of Ezekiel prophesying to these boats Live again, live again Those who are sleeping, those in the grave Live again, live again
0: to raise up the army just continuing to say that again and again and and I loved uh, before that song when we were all worshiping together and uh, I just saw the army dancing here raising up an army of worshipers uh, kids and adults alike Um, we are trying to raise up an army here to raise up an army of worshipers of the Lord here so in, in that spirit we have two of those that we are raising up here today, that it is their bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah today. So we're going to continue with our service this morning. I'm going to invite uh, Zach and Amber Williams to come forward now. Yep, with Zeke, and of course with Zeke and Naomi. Well, we are here for the uh, bar and bat mitzvah. This is a coming of age ceremony, in a sense. Um, we have some slides on that. Um, I'm going to actually skip through those slides, guys, and uh, we're going to we're going to skip right to it and just understanding uh, the importance of this day for Naomi and Ezekiel today. Um, they've been working very hard towards this towards this day for. Well, we started over a year ago, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Started over a year ago, started this training process. Um, This was a a training process that we started with um, our late Rabbi John. Uh, We started planning this a year and a half ago, Uh, Zach and Joe and John and I did, and uh, started teaching uh, training courses um, in June of last year. And they finished up a few months ago and have now been um, working on their teachings and waiting for their big day. and in, in this week, they had their oral exams, uh, and they were tough, weren't they? No. Uh, no? No. <laughs> Zeke's like, yeah, and he's like, no.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> now, these two, um, the elders are happy to recommend them for their bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah, respectively. Um, they they um, have done very well, and we are very proud of what the Lord is doing in them. So, this is a special day, indeed, today. So, um, <clears throat> we're just going to read a little bit here, uh, Zach and Amber and, and, and I, as we begin to bless Ezekiel and Naomi. Into our hand, O Lord, you have placed your word, to be held high by parents and children, to be taught one generation to the next. This is Lador Vador, the Generation to generation from one generation to the next, for you indeed are our living Torah. Wherever Wherever you you have led us, whatever our portion
7: portion in life has been, you have have led us steadfastly in truth by your word. word. Ever has your your word been before us us in trial and tribulation, tribulation, in times times of plenty and times of of little, in times times of of sorrow and times of joy, that your children would not be deprived of its teaching as life. And now we pray for you, our son, on this day of your bar mitzvah by Yeshua, and you, our daughter, on this day of your bat mitzvah by Yeshua, that you will always be worthy of this inheritance. Take its teaching into your hearts, and in turn, pass it on to your children and those who come after you. May you always be a faithful believer in Yeshua, searching for wisdom and truth, working for justice and peace, Thus will you, our children, be among those who labor to bring nearer by your testimony and walk the day when our Lord Yeshua will return and his name be proclaimed in all the earth.
0: Amen. All your children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of all your children. Humbly do we give
7: thanks for this day and for the years of growth and learning that have preceded it. Now that our son Ezekiel and daughter Naomi have stepped forward to reaffirm their individual commitments to Messiah Yeshua and to the ideals of the mitzvot of our messianic
0: faith, our souls are joyful, our minds are at peace. With the congregation joined together, we're going to sing the Shehekianu because God has brought us to a special day, to a special season now, their bar and bat mitzvah. So let's sing together. Baruch Atah Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Sheheki Anu,
1: nu Anu, Vahigi Anu,
0: Lazman, la Lazman Haze,
1: Sheheki the It
0: says in English, Blessed are you, Lord, Lord our God, God King of King the universe, leaders, who, who has kept us in life, and, preserved us, and has preserved us, and has and enabled, enabled us to reach this, this season. season. Amen. So we pray, Ezekiel and Naomi, on your bar and bat mitzvah, the ceremony, that this ceremony with long echo in your memories, may it engrave on the tablet of your hearts the understanding that this day initiates a life more firmly dedicated to the study of God's word, to conforming more and more into the image of our Messiah Yeshua, fulfilling his Torah, being zealous Unto good works, deeds of justice and kindness, and to faithful membership in the body of believers, messianic believers. And the congregation together, we have the words on the screen. Let's all say this together. Abba, Father, make each of us worthy example to Ezekiel and Naomi. Let nothing estrange us from them and from you, the source of all goodness and compassion, Help us, us again to, again and again, and again renew and again. our attachment to the to indwelling, indwelling power of your Ruach HaKodesh. It's the Holy Spirit that he would, again and again, renew us, and that we would be the ones who are encouraging Ezekiel and Naomi. So we ask this, God, that your glory and your honor would be raised up in our midst. In the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, and our Redeemer and your Redeemer, and your Redeemer, your Messiah. Amen. 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 You can be seated at this time. Zach's going to share a few words with us about this day, and uh, kids are going to be seated too. So, Zach, I'll turn (coughs) it over to you.
7: Thank you. So I want to share from um, 1 Corinthians 13 today, and... Normally, this is one of those passages that's an easy one, like for a wedding day. Everybody likes to quote this one on their wedding day. So, why share this on your Bar and Bat Mitzvah? Well, we'll read through it, and I'll, I'll I'll share with you. But one of the things, especially considering some recent teachings that Philip has been giving about, um, he taught a little bit with First Corinthians 12 about Paul was teaching the congregation about the great spiritual gifts of prophecy and healing and teaching and miracles. And Paul comes out of this teaching for the whole congregation about these great and wonderful and amazing gifts of the Spirit. And then he says at the end of 1 Corinthians 12, but earnestly desire the greatest gifts, and still I show you a far better way. In other words, of all the things that you could desire in life, of all the things that you could do, For God, all of the great and wonderful spiritual gifts that God could give you, or whatever calling He could give you in life, still, Paul wants to show us a better way, and then He speaks to us about love. So I'm gonna read this If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a noisy gong or a clinging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, And if I have all faith so as to remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all that I own and if I hand over my body so I might boast but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not brag. It is not puffed up. So when we want to understand love, right, when we lose our temper, well, that's not love. When we get angry at somebody else, that's not love. When we desire something that somebody else has, that's not love. When we brag about how fast we can run, that's not love. Okay, Um, it is not puffed up. It does not behave inappropriately. It does not seek its own way. It is not provoked, it keeps no record of wrong. So even when you are provoked by somebody else, even when somebody has wronged you, even when somebody has done something for you and you want to fight for the things that you would rather have, that's not love. Okay? It does not rejoice over injustice, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things. It endures all things. So love... When things go wrong, love doesn't want people to get hurt, love doesn't want people to suffer injustice, love doesn't want people to be harmed, but just as Yeshua taught that we should love our enemies, sometimes when you love other people, it means that you might be the one that gets harmed. It means that you might be the one that has to endure suffering when you love other people. Maybe it means that you love them and they don't love you back if you only love them because they love you, well, that's not quite love, right? It bears all things, it believes all things, it hopes all things, and it endures all things. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will pass away. Where there are tongues, they will cease. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. So even the great and wonderful things that God can do through us and with us, in the congregation, in our families, and when we share the gospel with other people, those things may fail and pass away, but not love. Okay? For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, that which is partial will pass away. In other words, Love is perfect and complete. When God teaches us and loves us and we love other people the way that he loved us, that's perfect and complete. But the prophecies, the words of knowledge, the things that God gives to us, those are partial. And those will pass away. But love will remain. And now this is why this matters for today. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child, but when I became a man, I put childish things behind me. You see, I truly believe that children can love genuinely, but children also have a tendency to pay back in kind. I got a little laughter on that one, right? That when somebody does something wrong to me, I turn around and do the same thing back to them. That's what children tend to do because they don't understand how to control themselves yet. So when you were a child, you spoke like a child. You thought like a child. You reasoned like a child. But now as you're becoming a man and a woman, it's time to put childish things behind you. And now is the beginning of you starting to put those childish things behind you. You see, love begets love. If you want people to love you, you're the one who has to love first. That's why when Yeshua said, love your enemies, the only way that your enemies can understand the love of God and repentance is if somebody loves them. Right? So, all of the things that you desire in your heart, all of the things that you're hoping for in life, they'll come back to you if you choose to love first. Okay? And that's what it means to become a man and a woman, to understand that regardless of what other people do to you, regardless of how your life goes, even if you choose to love and then suffer because of it, That doesn't mean you made the wrong choice. You still need to choose to love first. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. For now I know in part, but then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. God knows you. He knows you better than any of us do. And right now we all see dimly. We... We don't see everything perfectly. But if we know love, we know God. Okay? And as we continue to grow in that, as you continue to grow in the love of God, then that day will come and you'll know and understand it all fully. But now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. As you continue to grow and mature, The sign that you're becoming more and more like Messiah is how you're growing and maturing and how you can love God and love other people better than you did before. Amen? So, as a sign of you're growing into adulthood, we have gifts of talits for you.
0: at this point we're going to continue in our Torah service. So I invite the, uh, the praise team to come back on stage. And Zach's going to go open the ark. So as we do so, let's all stand. We remove the Torah scroll from the ark. As the ark is opened, we read that there is none like you among the gods, O Lord, and there is nothing like your works. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion is throughout all generations. The Lord reigns, and the Lord has reigned, and the Lord will reign forever and ever. The Lord will give strength unto his people, and the Lord will bless his people with peace. As we uh, remove the scroll from the ark, we also remember the words in John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, as the apostle was speaking about Yeshua. He said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things came to be through Him, and without Him nothing made had been. In Him was life, and life was the light of mankind. Hallelujah. So we are going to uh, travel with the Torah scroll throughout the room, and uh, and make some loops. It is traditional to always face the Torah scroll, um, and you are welcome to join in the processional, or you can stay where you're at. Um, you'll see people touching the Torah scroll with their Bibles or their tallits. We are not worshiping the scroll in and of itself, but we are praising God that he has given us Yeshua, our Messiah, the Word become flesh, and our Savior, our Redeemer. Hallelujah. So, when the ark would travel, Moses would say, Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered, and let them that hate you flee from you. For from Zion will go forth the Torah, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Blessed be he who in his holiness gave the Torah to his people Israel.
7: So we're calling up to read the Torah, Ezekiel, son of Zachary, and Naomi, daughter of Amber. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Baruch Adonai Hanborach, Baruch Adonai Hanborach.
8: Barucha Ta Adunai Elohinu Mala Khawam Ah Shirna Tana no Batam Becha Yeh Tamb wait Blessed
2: is
7: blessed the Lord who is blessed. Bless the Lord, who is blessed forever and ever. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who chose us from all peoples and gave to us the Torah. Blessed are you, Lord, giver of the Torah. Amen. There you go. Oh, okay. don't, don't touch it.
0: There you go. You may be seated.
7: Okay. No. <clears throat> so remember where year starts.
4: Moses sent emissaries from Kadesh to the king of Edom, saying, So said your brother Israel. You know all the hardship that has befallen us. Our forefathers descended to Egypt, and we dwelt in Egypt many years, and the Egyptians did evil to us and to our forefathers. We cried out to Hashem, and he he heard our voice. He sent an emissary and took us out of Egypt. Now behold, we are in Kadesh, a city at the edge of your border. Let us pass through your land. We shall not pass through field or vineyard. We shall not... Not drink well water. On the king's highway shall we travel. We shall not veer right or left until we pass through your border. Edom said to him, you shall not pass through me, lest I come against you with the sword. And the children of Israel said to him, we shall go up on the highway. We shall go up on the highway, and if we drink your water, I or my flock, I shall pay their price. Only nothing will happen when we pass through on foot. Edom said to him, you shall not pass through. Then Edom went out against him with a massive throng and a strong hand. So Edom refused to permit Israel to pass through his border and Israel turned away from near him. The title of my message is called Passage Denied. Now the reason why I called it that is because that's what happened in what I just read. Numbers 14 to 21. If you wanted to read along with it, then you could have, yes. And Moses sent emissaries to the king of Edom and saying he wanted to pass through his border, but Edom said no. Now, some of you may be wondering why he said no. It could have been maybe because they were afraid of something being taken from them, or they were afraid of loss of food and water, like because they might have drunk out of a well, or they were just afraid of being attacked because Israel was a great multitude. It could have been anything but Edom just said no. And this, I believe, is similar to what we are doing to God. We often tell God, no, we don't want you to come into our lives. We're we just don't want you to come in. And now maybe it's, be- it's because we think that if we give God a little, he'll take a lot. Or we're afraid of him taking something from us like friends and family. But God doesn't want to take anything from us. He just wants us to willingly give it to him. And he doesn't force his way in either. He sends other people like apostles and missionaries. Maybe because they're less intimidating than him? Hmm. Unknown. And that's similar to how Moses sent emissaries to the king of Edom. Now, in Moses' message to Edom, he said that, they were mistreated in Egypt. He said, "Um, you know all the hardship that came on us. Our forefathers went down to Egypt. So we lived there for a very long time. The Egyptians mistreated us and our fathers. So in the fact that he mentioned that they were mistreated, Maybe it was because they he wanted a little bit Mom. <laughs> was maybe because well they wanted to be they wanted a little bit of kindness because they were mistreated in Egypt. But he also yes he wanted to pass through their border. And that's that's again, as I said, similar to how like, we are Edom and we are saying no to God for coming into our lives or crossing the border. And he doesn't want us to do this and he doesn't want us to live like this, but he lets it happen to let us see what is truth and what wasn't. Now, many people like the road that they're on, they follow that road, but they don't realize that at the end it will ultimately bring destruction. They'll just destroy them. But the problem is not what they did or didn't do. It's what they think after they realize the truth that God is the right one. They're afraid of what God might do to them. They're afraid that they're too late to be saved, and they're never going to be forgiven. But that's not what God does. And some people actually see that either through more hardship, or they see That if they dig a little bit deeper, they see that God will forgive them. He is a merciful God. And then they start to do what God wants. They live righteously. They start to study the Torah. And most importantly, they start to follow him. And that goes back to the fact of passage denied. We need to let him into our lives, not shut the gate. Like, we need to open the gate and let him through our border. Now, yes, we might lose something, or we might be thrust into more hardship, but in the end, it's ultimately worth it. And that's what we need to do. Um, That's the end of my message. Um, I would like to thank my mom and dad for helping me do this. What? (laughs) And I would also like to thank those who came before me for helping prepare me for what was to come. And I would also like to thank Philip and Joe for helping me to understand. Um, I would like to close with a small prayer. Thank you, God, for the, this day for me to bring my message to these people. And thank you for the time that they have given me. And thank you for the opportunity to do this. Amen. Thanks, you guys, for listening.
8: Dabar Adonai El Moshe La Av Et Bani Yisrael Vamurtha Alehem Et Karbani Lachmi Le Isai Rich Nahi Tishmu La La. Karif Li and I spoke to Moses, saying, command B'nai Israel and tell them to be careful to present to me at the moadim, my, appoint, my food offerings, as an aroma pleasing to me. Okay. Well. Today, I would like to talk about the seven Moadim, as was mentioned in the portion. God loves us so much that he set aside appointed times so that we could spend time with him. He is dedicated to us and wants us to be dedicated to him, which is why he set aside these days as his appointments with us. And that is why we celebrate the seven feasts, or Moadim, every year. And, God has given us a special reason to, ce- to celebrate each one. I have also, I also believe I have learned that um, the, pr- the appointed times could also be considered prophecies that have or are going to be fulfilled by Yeshua. So I want to explain the doctrine of the seven Moadim. For little kids listening in the audience, doctrine is a word that means belief or reason. The first of the seven Moedim is Passover. We celebrate Passover because God rescued the Jews from Egypt and he rescues us from sin. In the New Covenant, Yeshua died on the Passover day, serving as the sacrificial lamb, and fulfilled this Moed. uh, So he reminds us that he brought us out of sin and saved us. The Feast of Unleavened Bread is the second moed. God tells us that for seven days after Passover, we are to eat only unleavened bread, but not bread with leaven. Scripture says that in this case, leaven represents sin. I would, so when we eat the unleavened bread, I would describe it as walking away from sin and walking with Yeshua. Many people call Yeshua as the bread of life. When you look at matzah, you see it is striped and, or pierced. And by his stripes we are healed, bread of life. Following the Feast of Unleavened Bread is firstfruits, the third feast. We celebrate firstfruits for when God brought the Israelites into the land of Canaan to live, and they received the first fruits of the land by God's hand, and they were to wave the sheaves before God. I... I think, no, I know that Yeshua fulfilled this feast by being resurrected on this day. The fourth feast, Shavuot, comes 50 days after first fruits, as is commanded by the Lord. Shavuot also marked the wheat harvest. Yeshua fulfilled this feast by sending the Holy Spirit after he ascended into heaven. So these are the feasts that Yeshua has fulfilled. They are also called the spring feasts, since they're all in the spring. Passover and unleavened bread, he was crucified and killed, first fruits he was raised, and Shavuot. the Holy Spirit, came. Now we'll move on to the Fall Feast. The rest of the Moedim, the Fall Feasts, he will fulfill at his second coming, I believe. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the first Fall Feast, the fifth Moed, is the Feast of Trumpets, or Yom Teruah. Also known as the Shofar, the trumpet is a call to worship and to battle. On the day of Yom Teruah, the shofar was blown to call in the field workers to celebrate. I don't know how, because it hasn't happened, but I know that Yeshua fulfilled this moed when he comes again. The sixth moed is Yom Kippur, or the Day of Atonement. God set aside this day to be different from the other feasts. On on the other ones, we celebrate and do things like that, but today, is a day when we repent from the sins that we've done, because we've done many. So, I don't know about this one either, but I know that he's going to fulfill it as well when he comes again. The seventh and last feast is the Feast of Tabernacles, or Sukkot. God wanted to celebrate the fact that he sheltered the Israelites in the wilderness. He'd done as they'd asked. He had rescued them from Egypt, but he went farther than that, and that's a special fact. So, On this day, in our time, we will go camping or we'll go outside and eat. But in Yeshua's time and up until this day, they would go outside and they would set up booths and eat and sleep in them. I don't fully know how, but I think that God is going to fulfill this. um, Yeshua is going to fulfill this feast by protecting his people. um, At his second coming, he's going to protect us. That is the doctrine of the seven Moadim. But before I end my teaching, I would like to share with you what I learned from studying these feasts. I, God did not just give us these feasts as a time to spend with him, but also as time to rest and celebrate and be mishpocha, not just workers in the same field. And I also believe that God gave us these feasts as a time to learn from him because he is ever-patient and all-knowing, and there's always room for knowledge within people. And I believe that God has something special for everyone that he wants to say, and these are good times that you can listen. Thank you for your time. Thanks. Thanks.
7: Yeah.
4: mm mm-hmm. Adonai, Eloheinu
8: melech haolam, asher natan l'anu Torah Temet met, v'chayel ulam v'atah Adonai, No ha-Torah. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord our, Lord our God, King, King of the universe, who gave, gave us the Torah, Torah of the truth, and life ever everlasting, planted in our midst. Blessed are you, Lord, giver of the Torah. Amen.
7: Let's
0: read this together. And this is the Torah that Moses placed before the children of Israel at the command of the Lord through Moses' hand. Amen. Green. We're going to return the Torah scroll to the ark at this time. So please remain standing. As the scroll is returned to the ark, we're going to sing, It's Chaim He." it is a tree of life. It's Chaim Hi, Lama Hazikim Ba, Ha. Meushar De-Rach Ha-Dach No-Am V'Kon Te-Votecha Shalom ha Adonai Elech ha It is a tree of life to those who take hold of it, and those who support it are praiseworthy. Its ways are ways of pleasantness, and all its paths are peace. Bring us back, Lord, to you, and we shall come. Renew our days as of old. And let us sing together v'ne'emar. Mar v'haya Adonai l'melek al-koharetz Bayom ha'hu, bayom ha'hu ye Adonai echar u'shamo And it is said, the Lord shall be king over all the world. And on that day, the world's Lord will be one, and his name one. Amen. Amen. We're going to continue now. So, Zach... um, I didn't bring my uh, paper up here. There we go. All right. Amber, now, you guys can be seated.
9: So, last year, I was able to keep Samuel's prophetic portrait a surprise, with only a few select people knowing about it. Anyone who was at Samuel's bar mitzvah last year now knows that I'm going to give each of my kids a prophetic portrait for the bar mitzvah. So less of a surprise today, but here we go. I told Sam that his was a road map, and if he lost his way, that he could read the letter and it would guide him back to God. When I read Ezekiel and Naomi's respective letters, it was less like a road map and more like a prophecy of where God was going to take each of them. When Megan, the girl who makes these, um... Uh, does a prophetic portrait, she only asks for the recipient's name. When I ordered Sam's last year, I told her I felt like I was supposed to uh, give her the verse that we gave um, him at birth. We gave each of our children a a verse at birth. She uh, quickly prayed to God and received a yes. Um, I mention this because it's significant for your portrait, Ezekiel. Your verse is Ezekiel 33.7. You, son of man, I have set you as a watchman over the house of Israel, when you hear the word from my mouth, warn them from me. The name of your portrait is Warrior Watchman. There are many things in the letter that stood out to me, but I want to emphasize the last paragraph. It is an artist's note, which reads, this piece was seven years in the making. This is directly from the letter. I often will start a piece, but pause if the elements aren't coming together in a way that resonates. I've come back to this piece multiple times over the years, but then suddenly Ezekiel 33:7 was highlighted and it came together finally. As I pondered why the lengthy creation time, I first sensed a maturation process. I also sensed a willingness to wait for the right moment. That knowing that comes when you're moving in step with God and can feel the synchronicities aligning. For me, this comes back to the heart of this piece. When we are watchmen, our role isn't only to watch but to speak. But equally important is knowing when and what to speak. Sometimes things are highlighted to you uh, simply for you to see and pray over. Other times things are highlighted and God opens a door for you to speak. With wisdom and maturity comes the understanding of those nuances. <clears throat> you see, the verse was the final piece that put your portrait together. This is the power of being led by the Spirit. Watch and wait, but then obey and speak up. Warrior Watchman, this is also from the letter, Warrior Watchman reminds us to stay alert, to watch and to listen, to refuse to be distracted, and to seek wisdom on what to do with what we see, including refusing to be silent when God calls us to speak. Naomi, your Talit is called my path your portrait is called Spirit's Path. An image of your silk to is hidden in this image. Spirit's Path encourages us to trust the path that Spirit leads us on for each step is ordained and he will not let us slip when our hearts and minds are focused on him. When Megan texted me that this order was ready and on its way, she also told me that she loved your image so much that she already had a copy of it hanging on her wall. There were many things in your letter that stood out to me as well. Too many. After I helped Ezekiel look at talletes, um, I asked you to come and sit with me and tell me what you liked. You, you looked at me and said, I don't care what it looks like, just what it says. And I knew immediately that you would be getting a Talit from Died for You. You are incredibly intuitive, you are wise beyond your years. and you are already on Spirit's path. Isaiah 30, 21 says, your ears will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, when you turn to the right or turn to the left. Listen to that sweet voice and stay on the Spirit's path.
0: At this point, the, uh, the kids are going to be immersed. Okay, you ready? And so I'm going to invite the praise team back on stage. And Ezekiel and Naomi are going to go prepare for their immersion. Zach,
9: you want Zeke's to bag?
0: As they do so, um, we're going to sing. We're going to be. Uh, we're going to sing and just praise the Lord to, uh, to celebrate this day that we have come to, this day that uh, is so important for the Williams family, for Ezekiel, for Naomi, and really this is a praise to God, though. This is a praise to God of bringing them to this place. Praise to God that He has formed and molded their hearts and brought them to a place that they, that they want to give themselves, that they want to trust Yeshua, Jesus is their Messiah, to be immersed in him, to be buried with him in that baptism, and then rise and walk in the newness of life. So let's stand together as we sing today.
7: so do you understand what baptism means why we do this
4: not entirely I mean I kind of do
7: okay so the point of baptism is it's a cleansing it's a representation of us also dying and being made alive just like Yeshua died and was resurrected and so um, <clears throat> the, because the penalty of of sin is death, um, that's that's what we all experience is death. But Yeshua died for our sins so that we could be redeemed. So it's like it's a double symbol. It's a symbol of death and resurrection, but it's also a symbol of cleansing from our sin. Amen? So this is a representation of of what we believe. So, Zeke, do you believe that Yeshua died for your sins? Yes. Do you believe that he fills you with the Holy Spirit so that you can learn to walk in his ways. Yes. And do you believe that Yeshua was sent by the Father to this earth in the flesh so that we could know the Father through Yeshua?
4: Yes. Amen.
7: Ezekiel, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, you already heard Zeke's part, so you get this easy. <laughs> so, do you believe that Yeshua died for your sins? Yes. Do you believe that he gives you the Holy Spirit to fill in you and to help you from your heart to walk in his ways and to keep his commands? Yes. Do you believe that Yeshua was sent in the flesh from the Father so that we could know the Father through Yeshua?
8: I know he was.
7: Naomi, no, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: As they're exiting, we'll invite our brother Joe to come forward now. We're going to enter into a time of the Messiah's table, the communion time. So, Joe.
10: All right, ladies and gentlemen, please, uh, if you're interested in joining us for uh, communion, you're welcome to do so. Um, So please come up and uh, get uh, the elements as you're coming up. I just want to... uh, encourage you that, um, you know, here at uh, Remnant of Israel Messianic Congregation, we don't have any sort of uh, confirmation process. We have a very open communion. Uh, if you're a member of the, of the Roman Church or the Greek Church or any Protestant Church, you're welcome to take communion with us with, uh, with a few stipulations, right? We, uh, right, if you look at the historical evidence and say that yes, indeed, you know the most reasonable explanation of this historical evidence is that Jesus of Nazareth did indeed rise from the dead, and you share our belief that this resurrection is uh, the, the example of God's power and that uh, all of us will share in this resurrection at the, at the last day, then uh, we encourage you to uh, take this communion with us. Uh, we don't have any sort of institutional barrier to that besides uh, that you uh, believe this and uh, want, to, want to worship him this way. <clears throat> For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, also, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. My encouragement to all of you is to enjoy the... uh, Enjoy the unity that we have together in this sacrament of the church. Right, we are uh, we're connected with all of the believers, everyone who's a part of the invisible church, the invisible body. In doing this, all the way back to those uh, those apostles who were there at that that practiced the first communion at the Last Supper. Right. I, That makes sense in my brain somehow. So uh, we're connected with everyone. And also we are, right, we are proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes. He said that he would not drink the fruit of the vine until he drinks it new with us in the kingdom. So he is waiting for us. Right, I think uh, everyone has uh, the elements. Let's, uh, all right, so once, once we've got everyone and everyone's ready to join in, uh, in communion, right? we're going to bless the Lord. All right. Notice that we're going to, as with everything else we do, we're going to start this by saying, Baruch Atah Adonai, which means blessed are you, O oh Lord, right? We're blessing the Lord. We don't need to bless the little chunk of bread, right? But we are going to say, Baruch and we're going to bless the one who brings forth. Hamotzi lechem min haaretz. Please join me. Baruch Atah Adonai, Eloheinu melech haolam, hamotzi lechem min haaretz. Amen. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the Universe, who brings forth bread from the earth. Amen. In the same way, we're going to bless the Lord by saying "Borei Pri Hagafen" for creating the fruit of the vine. Pri Hagafen. Please join me. Barukh Adonai. Eloheinu melech haolam, bo amen. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who creates the fruit of the vine. Amen.
0: You may be seated now. We're going to do a, a final prayer and blessing over... Ezekiel and Naomi at this time. So this is a time when uh, I'll invite Joe to stay up here, Zach and Amber, Annette, if you can come make your way up here. We're going to anoint them, praying for them, the gift of the Holy Spirit. I'll let you guys anoint (coughs) it. So please join with us as we do pray for them. From your seat, we don't. We pray together. This is not just us praying, but we are praying together. And as we bless them,
10: so uh, Zeke and Naomi, I just want to, uh, I want to bless you. I also want to bless the Lord. Right? I'm part of being an adult is learning that uh, it's not all about you. Right? And that's similar to what your dad said earlier today, so I'm I'm sure that doesn't surprise you, Uh, the the success of a student is also the success of a teacher, right, and um, everyone up here uh, has been in some capacity your teacher, there are also people in the audience, and um, this congregation is gathered in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, he is here with us. Per His promise to be with all of those who are gathered in His name, right? The the Spirit, the Spirit of God, the third person of the Trinity is also here, and He has also been your teacher. So uh, we want to we want to give glory to um, we want to acknowledge the hard work that you have done. You've done hard work, and it's been intentionally hard. It was made intentionally hard. Um. I think rightly so, and you have been successful. Congratulations. In addition to that, we want to glorify the Almighty, blessed be He, who has given you some of the wisdom and inspiration and guidance that you have received. Uh, We love you very much. We're excited to have you join us as, uh, as uh, young adults in this congregation. Um, and, uh, and again, right, you are uh, in some ways a reminder of my, uh, my failure because I originally thought that uh, you would be too young to do this. You've proved me wrong. Well done. And uh, my wife is not here to hear me say that. So, uh, the Lord works in mysterious
2: ways.
10: (laughs) Uh, Zeke, I have sincerely enjoyed you being in our class. You've been a good student and uh, I have, you've learned a lot and you've grown quite a bit. I want to bless you. Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another in Christ Jesus. That you may be with one mind and mouth, and you may glorify God, and the, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you would do that. I pray that you would, you know, it's, it's wonderful to learn things. It's wonderful to uh, study things. Now now it's time to take those things and uh, use them to glorify God. And Naomi, you, uh, I have also sincerely enjoyed having you in my class. You've been, uh, you've been a lot of fun. You're, uh, you, have, you have a personality that's very engaging. You're fun to be around. And uh, that's, uh, that is both a testament to the parents who raised you and to your personal choice to, to be kind and loving and, and outgoing towards other people. And uh, that's, that's very important. And it's also a fruit of the spirit. You know, kindness, gentleness, those things are fruits of the spirit. So, again, uh, to you, your wonderful young lady, and I look forward to continue having you in the congregation, and to the Spirit who indwells you, glory be to him. Uh, Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. We love you guys and we are excited to have you as members of our congregation.
3: Ezekiel,
1: Oops.
3: <laughs> Ezekiel um, your name means uh, God is strength. The Lord is strength. All about strengthening, but in the Lord. And um, I received a, a scripture for you. Um, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 Trust in the Lord with all your heart And lean not to your own understanding In all your ways acknowledge him And he will direct your paths It's him, him. And Naomi Naomi um, uh, Joe mentioned fruit of the spirit And, and a verse I want to pray over you Is Galatians five, twenty-two. All of the fruits of the spirit You will exhibit as you serve others his name. This is my prayer for you.
0: So Zach is already uh, putting some anointing oil on them. Uh, Zeke and Naomi have professed their faith in the Lord. They have joined him in the water baptism, and now we want to pray over them the baptism of fire, the gift of the Holy Spirit upon them as we lay their hand, our hands upon them. So Zeke, Ezekiel Williams and Naomi Williams, we pray as we lay our hands on you that the God who put his Holy Spirit in those elders who were around the camp of Israel and Joshua through Moses, Lord, the God who put his Holy Spirit in the kings of Israel and Saul and David, the God who put his Holy Spirit, Lord, at Shavuot, who distributed it amongst all the peoples, the disciples that were there on that day. Lord, and who continued to put his Holy Spirit and display his signs and wonders, that he would put his Holy Spirit within you, that you would be filled with the gifts that you would use to edify the body, that you would use to strengthen and to encourage those around you, that you would use this gift of the Spirit to enable you to speak the gospel, to speak the the good news of our Messiah Yeshua. This gift of the Spirit is not for your glory, but for God's glory, that he would be magnified, that he would use you in his kingdom mightily. So, Lord, I pray Your indwelling upon them now, that they would be filled with the portion of your Spirit, Lord, to use, to be used to the glory and to expansion of your kingdom. B'shem Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen.
3: Lord, I just pray that your spirit would fill to overflow each and every day, that that would be their one desire, their one thing. Father, that you would give them eyes to seek you and ears to hear your voice and a heart that is bold and courageous um, to do what you are saying to do and to not do what you're saying not to do. Father, I pray that you would surround them with your people who give them wisdom and guidance as they begin their adulthood, that they would know that they can they can follow you in community. And I pray, Lord, that you would uh, just strengthen and establish them for the work that you have already begun in their lives, that you have been working these last 12 and 13 years. This is not a beginning for you. It is a continuation. So we just pray, Lord, that they would um, see that you have the entirety, the, the breadth of their life in your hands and that you have ordained steps, steps that have already been made and steps that will be made, that they will walk them faithfully. I pray, Lord, that they would um, both be about your gospel, about showing the gospel, about speaking the gospel about living the gospel and that they would just grow to be established in your kingdom as pillars i just pray this in yeshua's name amen
9: father i thank you father i thank you for my son and daughter my irish twins born on the same day a year apart my firecrackers born on the fourth of july And, uh, I thank you for this day. Um, this has been such a blessing and I just want to give glory, honor, and praise to God for today.
7: Father, you have known Ezekiel and Naomi, um, from before they were born. Father, you have known them, um, from the beginning. You are the one that created them for your purposes. You are the one, Father, that is going to use them to glorify your name, to honor you. And uh, Father, we just thank you that you have lavished on them the richness of your grace, Father, that you have given them so much, Father, that uh, just pray that as they grow uh, and continue to mature in you, Father, that they come to understand the fullness of your love and your grace, Father, to walk in you Um, that more than what they would do for you, Lord, but what what it is like to be in an intimate relationship with you uh, so that they can trust in you, Father, and allow you to work through them rather than feeling like they need to do stuff for you in their own strength. Father, I pray for your spirit to continue to guide them and nourish them, Father, to uh, help them to know the way, to know the path, Father. And even if they go astray, to hear your voice, Father, and come back towards you. Uh, <clears throat> Father, I pray for Ezekiel, Father, that uh, he would know your strength more than his own strength. Father, that, that he would trust in you, Father, and know that if he follows you, Father, that you are the one that can accomplish great things through him, rather than him accomplishing great things in, for you. Lord, you are you are the creator of all things. You are the mighty one, Father, and I just pray that you would give him the faith and trust uh, to follow you wherever you want him to go. Father, I pray for Naomi, Lord, that, uh, that you would continue to uh, help her to blossom and grow, Father, in just the, the wealth of kindness that you've already established in her, Lord. Um, the, uh, the love that she has for other people, Lord, that they would know your love and your kindness uh, because of how Naomi loves them, Lord. Father, just thank you that you, um, you cherish her tender heart, Father. And uh, I just pray that you would protect her in all things, Father.
10: Well, we now have uh, two fewer children in the congregation to answer the question, what time is it? <laughs> All right, well, come up here and let's get it done. Bim-bom, bim-bim-bom, bim, bim-bim-bom, bim-bim-bom, la-la-la-la-la-la, bim-bom. Bim 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 bam, bim 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 bam bim bim bam Shabbat shalom, shabbat shalom, Shabbat, shabbat 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 shalom, Shabbat shalom, Shabbat shalom, Shabbat, shabbat 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 shalom, Shabbat Shabbat, Shabbat Shabbat shalom, Shabbat Shabbat, Shabbat shalom. Shabbat, shabbat, shabbat shalom, shabbat, shabbat, shabbat shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat 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 Shalom. All right, well, after this, please join us downstairs. No proper celebration is complete without at least 2,000 calories. So uh, we've got it downstairs for everyone. But before we go downstairs, please get a blessing. We want you all to be blessed. Please join with your families. If you think you don't have a family, you're wrong. So find someone with whom you can practice being a family and be blessed. The Lord told Moses that the priests, Moses' brother Aaron and his sons, would bless the children of Israel this way and would say to them, Ye vera hahad on Ya re ye ve'hu Yah erad on Vesem lacha Shalom at achamei israel va'ni May the Lord bless you and keep you may the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace, so you will put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Amen. Be blessed.